Some basic food and household items have shot up nearly 80% in the last 16 months. Checkpoint has been tracking the price of 36 items, likely to be in a family shopping trolley every week or so. Eggs have risen by the most from our supermarket shop, up 78% since May last year. And customers are feeling the pinch, saying they're having to go without some basics or switching from fresh to frozen. Our reporter Louise Tanuth and camera operator Marika Habazi have the story. Budgeting for the weekly food shop has become a juggle for shoppers everywhere as the price of food continues to skyrocket. We come here regularly, this has gone up, that's gone up, it's 40%, 50%. Probably 10%, 15%, pretty much everything. It's all going up, but you know, you want to get paid more, it's going to cost more. Everything, everything's just gone up, a lot, a lot. Since May last year, Checkpoint has been tracking 36 items likely to be on a family's weekly shopping list from a countdown in Pack and Save in the same Auckland suburb. Today, there are some staggering results. Eggs are on the up and up. Since May last year, a dozen countdown branded barn eggs shot up 78% from $5.50 to $9.80. Pack and Saves ones have seen a staggering 135% increase from $4.60 to $10.80. It's looking at like $2 nearly an egg, um, where last year or the year before was, you know, a tree was $7, now it's like $13, $14. I think it's just gone up and up and up. Soy milk or oat milk, um, their price went up quite a bit, and also eggs. Maybe 20 30%. It go up quite a lot. Yeah. You're still going to buy them, though? I'm uh, still going to buy, because, uh, yeah, it's, it's an everyday product. Other basic items that have seen a big increase are a 4kg box of Purcell-sensitive washing powder. That's increased by 54% at Countdown, from $22 to 34 To put things into perspective, for a humble family meal of mints with frozen peas and corn from Countdown, it cost $20 in May last year. Now it'll cost closer to $23, a 12% increase. Shoppers are feeling the pinch. Poverty's just big here in Auckland. Like I've seen that guy out there and, you know, it's like everyday life. Now, over the years I've just seen it just, you know, increase with people, um, you know, just living day to day. And it doesn't matter how, what sort of job you're in, it's everybody. As for fresh fruit and veggies, that's off the cards for some shoppers. I think we don't buy it anymore, so it's just frozens now, just because it's so expensive. And I think um, the people that actually grow it don't actually get the money, it's the people that are selling it. So I think that's where it hurts the most, you know. Vegetables and fruit is expensive. Yeah. Bananas, yeah, everything's gone up. It wasn't all bad news. In the dairy department, cheese and milk have both finally dropped. You can now get a 1kg block of Colby for just under $10 at both stores and 2 litres of standard milk has also dropped by about 20 cents to $3.70. Since May last year, our shop at Pack and Save has increased by 16%. That's an extra $34 at the checkout. Countdown was even higher at 22%. That's an extra $53. But we all need food, so some shoppers are finding ways to get creative or are having to swap things out. Cheese, um, some meats, yeah. We're just buying less compared to before. Um, I didn't scratch off anything from the list, but yeah, I'm just buying less. I'm trying to cut off my uh, like uh, takeaway or maybe go out for dinner, so I'm trying to cook everything at home. 
So it's just my, yeah, that's the main thing I'm going to change. I am looking at other brands more now and buying those as well. Yeah. So, yeah, overall, you just got to watch your pennies. And joining us now is Sandy Fage. Sandy is the manager of the Whanganui Budget Advisory Service. Kia ora, Sandy. Hi. I hear you've been in this job, what, more than two decades. So I'm wondering what you're seeing, <laughs> what you're seeing now compared to what you might have seen in past years. Um, so going on with what we've been talking about with the food insecurity, what we've seen in the past is people would come to see us because they were struggling to manage their finances. Um, but now what we're seeing is it's not about managing the finances, it's, it's about simply just not having enough money to cover the costs. And when it comes to food, um, most of the clients or people we see have already done the cutbacks. They've changed down to the brand products. Um, they are not buying as much. But once you've done that, where do you go? And what we are seeing is that people are doing what we call like the spiral, the downward spiral. They are racking up their credit cards um, to the extent where they can only pay the absolute minimum, which means they're going to be in that debt trap for a long time. Um, or they just miss payments on certain um, items. So it'll be things like one month the power bill doesn't get paid, the next month the internet bill doesn't get paid, the next month it's the credit card. So it's just a continual struggle and uh, juggle. And it's not a happy juggle. It's a very stressful situation to be in. Um, and also we're seeing people um, buying their meat using buy now, pay later. Um, and you shouldn't have to do that, you know, to feed your family, to have to buy your food essentially on credit is something that we've never seen before. Sandy, uh, yeah. tell me a little bit more about that. What role is it playing and, and what are the consequences of buying essentials on, on credit over a period of time? So um, essentially it's that... So the example I can give you is a family who purchased um, $80 of meat on buy now, pay later, which means that they can make four fortnightly $20 payments, which they could afford. However, that $80 worth of meat isn't going to last them two months, so they have to go back and purchase another $80 probably in a couple of weeks' time. So then their payments are 20 plus 20. If you extrapolate that out, it gets to a stage where probably at that third purchase, they cannot afford the $60, so then they default. And the way the buy now, pay later works is there is no interest, and it is a really good platform if you can afford to use it correctly, but unfortunately the people we are seeing can't. They turn to it, they use it, then they default. And as soon as you default, then you get charged the fees. And if you default and cannot catch up, then it gets usually passed to a debt collection company, which then impacts your credit report, which then impacts your ability to access um, rentals and utilities. So it's very much a slow downward progression if you get into that trap. How are, how are people surviving and on what? Because you've told us that it's not about mismanagement of money. It's just that the money doesn't stretch as far as it needs to, right? So what, right. Yep. what are people actually surviving on? Uh, well, the Otago University Nutritional Department do a really good study um, into what you can, um, what is the expected expenditure for food. So, for example, like a, an adult male would probably need about $130 a week for food. We'd, we're lucky if we can get that for a whole family. 
So um, it's, it depends on a person's or a family's situation, their financial situation. But what we are seeing across the board, and it's not just beneficiaries, it's it's from our superannuitants right the way through to our students. Everyone is having to say, I cut back last year. Now I don't know what to do. Now I'm missing payments. So they've cut back as best they can, but now it's impacting other areas of their life. They've gone to a situation where they're borrowing, they're doing buy now, pay later, or, you know, they've tried all the easy quick fixes. um, And now we're getting people that just say, we don't know what to do. We haven't come to see you because we're trying to be, we've been trying to be stoic and sort it out and do all the right things, but we've been doing all the right things and we're still not able to manage because prices are just going up. I mean, we talk about the food insecurity and it means basically you have no security around food. So every day you're living in a very insecure, stressful environment and that, that has flow on impact to other areas of people's lives. And that's what we're seeing in our communities, you know, increased mental stress, increased um, domestic violence, increased um, kids not being able to learn at school because of other things that are happening in their lives. So it's, you know, it's having a massive impact on different parts of our society. Sandy, thank you so much for sharing that with us. That is Sandy Fage, who is the manager of the Whanganui Budget Advisory Service.